Good morning, glory, hallelujah to you. Of course, those are the wise words from Stephen Tyler from Moving Out. My name is Corey Morissette. Welcome to Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited. Joining me as always is my good buddy from Long Island, New York, St. John himself, John Mariano. How are you this fine evening, sir? Oh, I am doing terrific, my friend. I had I had such a week this week. Did you? It was, it was, Tell yeah, us all it was about it. Fun. Well, you, you know, I, I was going to build a lot of suspense, but dude, we got a sponsor. What? Already? This is show four. Is it show yeah. four or show five? I can't remember at this point. I mean, it's not, it, uh, I'm not going to throw, throw in the negatives like it's not paid or anything, but we got a sponsor. So it's completely unpaid, but we got a sponsor? We, we, we completely unpaid, but uh, Ken Knapsocks, Pop Rock and Radio, of, official sponsor of our podcast. Wow. The official sponsor of Backtracks, Pop Rock and Radio with Ken Knapsock. Uh, if you don't know this show, uh, search it out on, on Mixcloud. It's free to listen to. Uh, Ken Napsock is one of the best DJs out there. He's playing tremendous music and he's going live on Saturdays and Wednesdays. Is that correct, John? Pretty much. It's not every Saturday or every Wednesday. Sometimes he takes a week off or a day off, but um, primarily uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, he he goes live. Uh, Wednesdays, it's it's normally afternoon uh, on East Coast time. So maybe noonish or so uh, on the West Coast. And it's uh, Saturday evenings. He'll, he'll go. He normally goes live not nine-ish Eastern and six Pacific. Um, but he does he does incredible shows where he's doing tracks from the seventies, eighties, nineties, and today. And, and I don't know why we skip an entire decade whenever we say something like that, but we do. <laughs> and and, and um, yeah, no, he has it all covered, and he takes requests. If if you if you subscribe to him on Mixcloud, and you can listen to him through Mixcloud, but um, it is a hell of a show, and I highly recommend it. Ken Napsok is just a, a tremendous human being, a, a good friend of ours. Uh, he, he's done other stuff for us. Uh, you can see him all over the place. He, he does uh, a lot. He does he does a lot of charity work. He supports our good friend Jeff Saunders with his charity efforts. And, and and many others with their charity efforts too. He uses this platform for good, and not that not, not that many folks nowadays do. So, um, you, you know, we support we support people who do good things around here, and um, Ken Absek supports us, and we certainly support him. He he is one of the best. And if you're a fan of Star Wars, he talks about that. If you're a fan of Game of Thrones, he talks about that. But we're here to talk about music, and and Ken plays some fantastic fantastic music, and I know. He's even done some requests for John and I back and forth, and I, I can feel another one coming. I, I feel like a, a song I want to request for you, John. It may have to do um, with a St. Elmo's fire or a man in motion. I don't know yet, but <laughs> it, it may be coming your way on the next edition of Pop Rock and Radio with Ken Napsa. Uh, oh, well, we got to keep it on brand, Corey, and we got we to talk Aerosmith because that's what we do around here. And we have a, a dice, folks, and we have six sides on that dice with six songs and one of those songs we're about to start talking about once it once we roll the dice we we get the song we talk about the song we decide whether or not the song makes the mixtape the first 18 songs no matter what make the mixtape and then we start battling it out to see which songs hang around and become the definitive aerosmith mixtape we give to a new fan to explain to them who aerosmith is and why we love them 
Um, Corey, with that, do you want to tell the folks what's on the dice this week? Absolutely. Uh, we got some holdovers from uh, our first episode that haven't been spun yet, and uh, we got uh, some new tracks on there too. So let's start with uh, with John's contribution to the dice. Those include Rats in the Cellar, a fantastic 70s song, Permanent Vacation, and uh, The Other Side, uh, a great song from uh, 1989's Pump. My three contributions this week are Chip Away the Stone, Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees, and No More, No More from Toys in the Attic, which I just added last week because we rolled one of my songs, Let the Music Do the Talking. Currently on the mixtape, uh, John dug the track, but we're not quite sure how long it's going to stay on there. There's going to be some interesting discussion, How? because I think it's a very a song that really kind of defines Aerosmith, and I think it, it could have a pretty long run, but uh, John maybe disagrees. But also, as John said, if you listen to last week, his opinion changes almost hourly, it seems like, on anything. So we're now one full week later, John. Has your opinion changed at all on Let the Music Do the Talking? I, I think it has a little bit, Corey. I got to tell you, I listen, I, I listen to it like two or three times. Like, like I said, I was going to do my best to pump it up on my iTunes. So I stopped playing random. I, I just threw it on there a couple of times in my car. It's growing on me, man. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, could, I, I could have been wrong last week. We'll, we'll we'll find out um in 15 weeks 14 weeks or so um if, if it starts sticking around but i think there's hope awesome i, I love hearing that now it's been uh, two cory tracks one john track i'm hoping for a john track tonight i know it's in kind of my back pocket what i'm hoping for is there anything on the dice in particular that you're kind of hoping we roll this week i don't remember what i said last week but <laughs> last week you said no you, you were cool with anything yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't know that I am. I, I feel like I want it to be one of my songs because I, I feel like I start rooting for my team a little bit now because <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm down two to one and I don't want to be down three to one. So I, I I really hope it's one of my songs. I love it that it's a competition. I don't want to be down three to one. <laughs> Already we're at each other's throats, John. It, it's show. What the heck are we on? Five. I, five or four, depending on if you pick count the first one. I don't know, man. Yeah, the first one is zero. It's hard to tell. We we only got about three hundred and forty left to go. So. <laughs> uh, I, I, I say I say you roll this dice and we keep this train rolling. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. Rolling the dice and we're going to come up with No More, No More. It's the new track I put on last week from Toys in the Attic. John, you're falling behind, buddy. I, 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 am, I am falling in love and it's hard on my knees, my friend. <laughs> oh, but this is a great song from Toys in the Attic. I think you're going to be happy with this one. Does this one ring a bell with you? Have you listened to Toys in the Attic Co a lot? Corey, this one, this one's on the mixtape already, and it, it may be hard pressed to be taken off. I can tell you that much. Um, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite Aerosmith songs. Um, like that, that, that's, I, I guess that's a spoiler for whatever this episode's gonna have in store. But God, I love this. I love this track. Uh, it, it's a great song. If uh, people don't know, like it's one of the deeper cuts uh, from Toys in the Attic. Of course, people know the big hits like Toys in the Attic, Walk This Way, Sweet Emotion. Uh, we're all from this album, but uh, No More, No More, written by Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, uh, way back in the day, uh, 1975, this was released, recorded at the record plant. Jack Douglas back to produce this album after he did Get Your Wings as well. Um, what do you see, John? This is a, this album is ranked uh, 228th on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. When you're talking about, uh, you know, 70s Aerosmith, it doesn't get a lot better than this album. 
Oh, when you talk when you talk about great albums, it doesn't get much better than this album. Like I, I know people will argue like all time greatest albums, and, and they'll throw the ones that are always in the argument. But there's no reason why this album with these tracks doesn't belong in that conversation. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. This is a a classic album through and through. What do you say, John? Let's give a listen to "No More, No More" from 1975's "Toys in the Attic." <laughs> Now, before we get too deep into it, John, I just wanted to get your take on the on the intro there. You got a very nice kind of Joe Perry intro uh, with, with the band coming in, but it kind of sets the mood for the song. What, what do you think listening to that opening refrain of No More, No More? I feel I, I feel feel like the instrumentals are already telling a story of the song. Like there's a, there's a bit of a bluesiness, a bit of a hardness coming in. Like it starts off a little slow with, with a little strumming, and then we get hit with a, that, that hard riff really quickly. And, and it just... Like to me, this is the soul of Aerosmith right now in a lot of ways. And it's like, you know, when I said that this song is going to be a keeper and it's going to be hard pressed to be taken off, like if, if we're putting 18 songs on, this is going to be near, near, near the top, near the one or two by the end of that 18, you know, unless some signature tracks show up on the dice in these first 18, it's, it, it's going to be leading the pack. Oh, absolutely. And this is a song I, I kind of forgotten about. Like I listened to toys, you know, all the big hits that came off of toys. And then it kind of got away from that. Listen to their like nineties output and stuff. And then when I saw them in 2015, they played no more, no more. They, they just kind of started reintroducing it into the set. I'm like, Holy crap. That's a banger. I forgot all about that track. And it's wonderful. And you, you talk about musically how this fits Aerosmith. The first two lines of this song are blood stains, the ivories on my daddy's baby grand. Ain't seen the daylight since we started this band. Fantastic lyric, right? That that's Steven Tyler at his best. I mean, I feel like that's a spoiler alert, Corey. <laughs> Sorry. With the way they're tickling the ivories here, this song belongs as much in a blues bar as it does at a hard rock concert. Like it is so, such an interesting sound, you know, because you, you have the driving Joe Perry riffs and everything, and, and it definitely has a hardness to it. But, but this, the blues influence is all over this song in so many ways, and it, from the lyrics to, to, to the piano. Um, Corey, what are your thoughts on it so far? You know what? I, I'm thinking this is a uh, my my initial thought was this is a band that's really focused. You know, in those first two albums, there's great stuff there, but it almost seems disjointed. And we heard that a little bit on Lord of the Thighs. There's good elements there. They didn't quite fit together like we expect an Aerosmith song too. Whereas this album and this song really, I think, showcases that. Right? Everything just fits together really nicely. Steven sounds great. Lyrics phenomenal. Store-bought clothes falling apart at the seams. Tea, 
leaf reading gypsies fortune telling my dreams that's amazing like steven tyler is a lyricist is really second to none there's some great ones out there uh and steven tyler is right up there with the best in the business yeah yeah you know we don't talk enough about what what a great songwriting duo perry perry and tyler are like we talk we talk about some of the greats you you know you always hear lennon mccartney Mm -hmm. you know you 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 hear a lot of the great jagger richards jagger jagger richards so many great duos over time and lost in the shuffle a lot are the toxic twins and here they are and and i mean i mean can we just get back to the song because god i'm loving this we can't and i just want to point out that you know in the late 80s 90s they started working with outside writers and 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 like you said this is a duo that you put up there with the Lennon mccartney's the jagger richards uh, of the world right and and then they're working with diane warren and even like jack blades and tommy shaw on a song like shut up and dance and and you forget those two together created classic classic songs like no more no more so let's keep her rolling Holiday Inn locked the door of the chain. You love them and you hate them, but to me, they're all the same. If that isn't the lyric that sums up life on the road for a band in the 70s, I don't know what is. Uh, they're, tell- they're telling the story, they're painting the picture, they're putting you in a moment in time. Um, God, God. Um, I don't know if the big songs on this album don't hit, right? Like maybe the- if they weren't on this album, you have to think that this would have been one of the big hits off of this one, right? Mm-hmm. And it, like, it wasn't even a single. It wasn't even a single. The singles off the album were "Sweet Emotion," "Walk This Way," and "You See Me Crying." Right, and 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 two of those songs are, are, are to this day played everywhere, right? And, and and not not just big time hits. Two of Aerosmith's big, biggest hits of all time. Two two of Hard Rock's biggest hits of all time, and, and off of the same album. I, I just feel like this is one of those albums that if we listen to every song off of it, we wouldn't remove a track. Like, it's a perfect album. Yeah, and we're going to listen to every single track on this album eventually. But, yeah, go up and down the Toys in the Attic. Uncle Salty, uh, which is really kind of a cool tune. Adam's yeah. Apple, Walk This Way, Big 10-inch Record. Jeez, I wonder what that song's about. Sweet Emotion, <laughs> No More, No More, Round and Round, and You See Me Crying. They're all fantastic. You're right. This is top to bottom. Maybe a perfect album. All so, right. so so and, and this is when Aerosmith to me becomes Aerosmith this album yeah no I, I could definitely see that the Toys in the Rack was really as good as self-titled and Get Your Wings were man quantum leap forward with Toys yeah. in the Attic yeah let's hit it core Now, not really a, a, a chorus, actually, in this song, John. You, you kind of get a little bridge there with Baby, I'm a Dreamer, Found My Horse and Carriage, and then they just kick into the next verse again. So really, the, the chorus is just that kind of double refrain of no more, no more after every verse. Well, what's funny is we, we, we got a tri- triple refrain there. Yes, that one yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, no, we got we, we got a triple refrain. So 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 I guess it's like that that was their way of changing up. But I love that Baby, I'm a Dreamer found my horse and carriage like you could see me on video singing along to this 
and, and it, I'm not, it's not that Corey. Like, God, I love this song. It, it's fantastic. Let, let's keep it rolling. Okay, again, stalemate jailbait ladies can't refuse. You love them, then you leave them with your sold out reviews. Corey, uh, this episode is going to be two and a half hours long <laughs> because every time Steven Tyler sings two lines, you're breaking down so how good. great those. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> but God, God, the, the listeners are going to have to listen to this this podcast at five times the speed just to get through it, man. No, everyone's going to agree with me. They're going to say stop it after every two lines because the, the lyrics are that good. They are they they are so good and God this is this is really the Aerosmith at the top of the game. Yeah. As good as this song is, I think I figured out how it gets knocked off of the mixtape. Uh-oh. I do. I, 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 it just kind of occurred to me. As good as the studio version of the song is, it's actually better live. Oh, it is better live, but was it live on, uh, on a different release? That's the question. That's the question. Um, we're going to need to find that out. Um, why don't we continue listening to the song, and when we come back, we'll, 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 we'll clue the fans in on if uh if if we are gonna maybe bump this off later at a later date, and we haven't really had a guitar solo yet, we just kind of it, it kind of felt like that was the spot for it, right? After uh, "Bound to Be Wife and Marriage," "Baby I'm a Dreamer," "Found My Horse and Carriage," you expect something there. You you are not life. you are not getting me to knock this love fest right now. There is nothing t- taking me away taking me out of the fact of how great this track is right now. <laughs> All right, let's keep it rolling.
All right, John, what are your thoughts on putting uh, the, the guitar solo, in essence, at the end of the song? I don't mind having the outro. Um, I wouldn't change a thing about the song. Um, Steve, Steven Tyler has said about this to- song, it's kind of his road diary. And it, it makes a lot of sense. L- l- lyrically, it feels that way. It flows that way. I think that a guitar solo in the middle of it might interrupt his train of thought. Um, and the flow of the song a little bit, like it, it, it just flows. What, what, what are your thoughts? Love it. Love it. Love everything about this song. And while we're listening to it, I was looking, is there a live version on an official release? And there was on 2014's uh, Aerosmith Rocks Donington. So this is very much later in their career, back when they kind of reintroduced No More No More to the set list. So um, if someone is so inclined to ever put that on the dice, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it's called Rock Stonington for a reason. This was Aerosmith, you know, 2014. They were really killing it. And like th- that was a particularly good show. That's why they put it out. I don't even know if they ever like kind of planned on it uh, until after the gig. Like, holy fuck, we fucking killed. Let's put this thing out as a live album. So there is a live version out there if you want to put that on the dice at some point, my friend. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to make it on there because I just for comparison's sake and for the only chance to maybe knock this off um because i think we can find the keeper Corey. oh yeah no more no more is a great one and one you don't right away think of when you think of toys in the attic but it's one that i do just because uh even though the song uh, an album was sweet emotion and toys in the attic and walk this way no more no more may be my favorite song on that album my my, my introduction to toys in the attic was buying pandora's box oh, yeah. years ago and when I first heard this track, this became a keeper instantly. Um, it, 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 it was uh, my introduction to a lot of the deeper cuts of Aerosmith, this being one of them. And this is among my favorites. And this is something, if I were going to teach my kids about Aerosmith, I would have them listen to. Very good call. So this is for sure currently on the, on the uh, mixtape and could have a long life there if uh, John and I are... Right now, we're thinking, you know, th- this could be one of the final 18. It certainly has the potential to be there. The question is, what am I going to replace No More No More with on the dice now that it's off? It's another Corey pick. And last week, I mentioned, John, you had mentioned that you wanted kind of something newer because you were just uh, kind of introducing yourself to everything after like 97 Aerosmith. So you didn't hear a lot of uh, just, pu- just Push Play or Honking on Bobo or Music from Another Dimension. And I'm going to pick a song from... Music from another dimension. This is one of my favorites. It's a song called Oh Yeah. Well, that sounds interesting. I, I can honestly <laughs> say I've never heard this track. So it'll be interesting because first time that we listen to it will be the or the first time I listen to it will be the first time we listen to it together. Um, so you're gonna get an actual reaction out of me with that track. I'm hoping it comes up next next uh, show then because it it's got a dirty little groove, it's got some cool uh female background singers. It, it, it sounds like just an updated version of an old 70s Aerosmith song. I feel like you're spoiling it for me, Corey. Like, I, I, I'm going to a cold. You I know only what? know two words, oh and yeah. You know what? It's dog shit. You're going to hate it. That, that's all I'll say. All right. That's not, that sounds good. I can't wait for I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> so next week on the dice, we still have Chip Away the Stone, Rats in the Cellar, Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees, Permanent Vacation, and The Other Side. And I am adding this week, oh yeah, from 2012's Music from Another Dimension, an album not a lot of casual Aerosmith fans will know, but the diehards will know, you know, there's some some decent stuff on that album. We're, 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 we're going to head out of here in a minute, but 
can you give me one thing you truly love about Aerosmith and like a reason why you want to do the show? Groove. Putting you on the spot a little bit. Here. You know what? I, I, I like songs with a groove to it. And I love riffs. I, I'm a sucker for a good riff. Aerosmith has some tremendous riffs and some tremendous guitar work. And really, it's Brad Whitford, Tom Hamilton, Joe Perry laying down that groove uh, with Joey Kramer back there as well. I could also throw Steven Tyler's lyrics uh, out, out there as well as being a real favorite. But Aerosmith always, always was a groove band to me, even when in the 1980s, when I first discovered them, and you have bands like Bon Jovi, Cinderella, White Snake, like you know, a, a different genre. Like this is very much a dirty blues based band, kind of like Led Zeppelin because they were very influenced by Led Zeppelin uh, and ZZ Top and, and bands of that ilk. And that's kind of the music I gravitate to. Uh, Van Halen was very much a band inspired by those bands as well. And so was Aerosmith. And it's that groove based rock that I, that I kind of, kind of gravitate to. What would your answer be, John? It, it, it's a combination of, of uh, Perry and Tyler. Right, which is weird because it's Tyler Perry, uh, <laughs> but 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 it's it's totally that combination. Um, like the whole band, I I, re I really like. I love a band that can jam. I love a band that can extend a song in, into a jam, and turn and turn like a five a three minute radio tune into like a seven minute live live show, and they can absolutely one hundred percent do that. But Tyler's lyrics and and, and his vocals. Um, mixed in with, with, with Perry's guitar, um, it's just magic, um, and and it's been like that since I was a kid, and it's not definitely not changing now on this relist. I can't wait for next week when we roll the dice again. Um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead out of here in a little bit. I got I gotta go um, practice riding riding the horses with, with my buddy Ken. Um, we we do that every every Tuesday night on Twitch, but we 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 do practice or. We call it practice, but we, we basically play video games for fun <laughs> in our off time. Um, and then and I, I go support support NBC's our big sponsor um, every Saturday and Wednesday with uh, Pop Rock and Radio on Mixcloud. That's right. Everybody should check out Mixcloud. Uh, is there any uh, conditions to the sponsorship, John? Uh, basically, uh, we promote him as the sponsor. He pays us zero uh, dollars. Uh, is there any other like conditions that we have to be uh, mindful of? It's um, I, I can't talk about the terms of the contract, Corey. It's like that's one of the binding conditions of it. Um, so so I, I I can tell you that he also has a book called Why We Love Star Wars available on Amazon. If you want to check out more of Ken's work, and it sounds weird because I'm plugging plugging my friend Ken, but the reality is I have nothing myself to plug. Like I do this because I love it. And you asked me to do this, and I told you I'm going to do this because I love it, and I have nothing to promote myself, so I'm going to promote Ken. And it's well worth it, because if anyone deserves promotion, it's Ken Knapsack. Everybody check him out. KenKnapsack.com is the website if you want to see everything the man does, but I would absolutely recommend checking out uh, Pop Rock and Radio on I, Mixcloud. I, 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 I do want to promote something else I've been listening to lately, though. Ooh. I've been listening to this podcast. It's, it, it's growing on the um, Apple charts. Um, pretty quickly in the um, spoken um, music categories. You know what? It sounds my, awful. I'm going to stop you, it right there. It sounds great. Let, let, or it sounds terrible. Let, let's not it, promote it. It, is, it has some of the best chemistry, easily the best chemistry of that genre. And one of us is on that <laughs> show. What? And it's not me. No. 
and yeah, it's and the podcast will and the podcast will rock. And the podcast will rock. A kind of a and play the, on and the cradle will rock, which was a and the podcast movie. will rock. And as I was saying it, I was second guessing myself. I'm like, <laughs> I want to say cradle, but it's not that. It's podcast. It's not, yeah. As you you and Mark Kamire are freaking fucking killing it, man. Well, thank you very much. We are I, we're having a lot of fun with that show. I edited myself and I realized this is an explicit podcast. I don't it is. need to. You don't need to. Go ahead. Let the <laughs> yeah, punch no. fly, my friend. You you guys are fucking killing it, dude. And and I am so proud of you. And god damn, it's good, dude. Oh, it's it's been tremendous. You know, we're 17, 18 shows. By the time you listen to this show, we're gonna be like 20 some shows in uh nice. into that show and uh tremendous guests uh coming on the show. Van Halen News Desk did a piece on us. A uh, lot of people checking out the show. Um, the highest we've ranked is number six uh, on the iTunes charts. Under music commentary, which is a category, uh, John, if this show ever takes off, that's where we'll be listed under is music commentary. So here's open. Let, let's get backtracks Aerosmith revisited uh, up to those lofty heights set by uh, Mark Kamire and myself. Look, I, I have no aspirations. My, my, my job here is to talk Aerosmith and plug other shows. <laughs> and you're doing a fantastic job of it, my friend. So um, that's where you can find me. Um, I want to see kind of my day job is on and the podcast will rock, but uh, you can also find me at CD Marset on Twitter and Instagram. And um, you can also find me wishing I had an Xbox so I could play red dead redemption with, uh, with John and Ken. Cause man, that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it, it is. We play, we, we ride around the wild west and we cause a lot of havoc and it's, it's a little bit of rock and roll in the wild west and it's fun. Oh, there you have it folks. Uh, you can find John there every Tuesday playing with Ken Nabzak. You can find Ken doing pop rock and radio uh, Saturdays and Wednesdays. Normally, uh, sometimes he mixes it up. Just got to follow uh, Ken and pop rock and radio on Twitter and, and all your socials to, to kind of get the, get the schedule. I would highly recommend logging on though, during one of his live shows, because you know, Ken turns his camera on. There's usually a great chat room going, uh, throwing out a uh, request. It's a really tremendous time. And uh, you know, if, if you're so inclined and you like Van Halen and you want to check out in the podcast, will rock Mark and I would sure appreciate it. But, Tonight, for John Mariano and myself, Corey Marset, we want to thank you very, very much for listening and checking out Backtracks, Aerosmith Revisited. Damn, it was a pretty good track here this week, John. I mean, you're, you're killing it. You're, you're winning three to one right now, Corey. I got to start making a comeback next week. Where did yes. you get those lips? And where did you get those lips, John? Um, People want to know. My, my, my dad. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to give Stephen Tower the last word as we always do. Take it away, Stephen. Uh-huh.